talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And welcome back to Messy Christianity. Wow, today's going to be a fun one. It's not... I don't think anything spiritual at all. No. Oh, you never know. Ah, uh, you. By the time we finish, we twist things all the time. You know what? It actually doesn't matter where we start. We always wind up finishing somewhere. Com- well, no, we always do come back around. Come back, I yeah. think we we do a pretty good job of that. So here's a topic. Um, and by the way, people don't know we it, we don't normally discuss the topics beforehand because this is off the cuff and and it's supposed to be more of a conversation rather than a prepared speech. Yeah. But today's conversation is this. Um, what would your 20-year-old self say about you today? So if, if when you were 20, if you knew what today would look like in your own life, what would you think? Would you be disappointed? Would you be like happy? Yeah. And, and for full disclosure, I'm 47. Uh, Brent just, just had his what we call 49th birthday, but as he explains it, it actually was his 50th birthday. And then he's forty nine, just for the listener. <laughs> yeah, but he's in for, his fiftieth year. For of everybody life, else in life, uh, yeah. he's forty nine. Yeah. And Kevin, you're fifty. I am fifty one. Really? Yeah, I'm fifty one. I thought you were fifty. I'm fifty one. Fifty two in July. Dang! I know, you're, man. You're the old guy. I am. Wow. So y'all should listen to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Um, so <clears throat> basically, we're all three of us are fifty, and uh, when we were twenty, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would have drawn, matter of fact, I know I would not have drawn my life out the way it's turned out. Um, it's just, it's different than I intended it to be, but it's not bad. It's a good thing. I I like it. I think it's a, I think I'd have been happy with it, but I'd have been surprised. I probably would have said to you, nah, that's, that's not going to work that way. What about you? I, I remember we did a podcast, I don't know, a year or so ago, and we said, it was, I had a 20-year-old in the title, but something like, what, what would advice you tell your what would you tell your twenty year old self? I feel like this is kind of the flip of that. Yeah, like what would you feel like, tell your fifty year old self? You know what I mean? Like it's the it's the reverse. Um, I feel the same way. Like uh, looking back, there's not, but I think that's anybody listening who's got any age on them. Nothing ever exactly exactly goes the way you th- you think it's going to go. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Um, you know, for me, there's a lot of things that were complete surprises that were good surprises. Um, you know the, the <laughs> I didn't play piano in public until I was 25 years old. I mean, th- there's things that just are shockers to me that, um, you know, that God did, you know. Didn't know how to turn a computer on in my 20s. Did they have computers back then? Oh, no, exactly. they, no, they didn't. Well, <laughs> That's no, part no, of the problem. They did. They had just, the internet the Apple was... Apple IIe. All right, so yeah. for, for people just who, who were Casual. younger, <laughs> yeah. when we were 20, the yeah. internet was just becoming a thing. Yes. And it wasn't even really a thing. It was education. All of the, um, there I, was no dot coms out. I remember. It I was, was edu, dot at, edu. I was at the University of Georgia, and uh, I remember we'd have to go to, they probably still have these, I don't know, the computer lab. Um, we didn't, most of us didn't have a computer in the house. If we did, it was, a, you know, a word processor or something mm-hmm. like that. But getting on the internet was basically kind of, yeah, very slow, but, but. Very new as well. So Yeah. So for some context, maybe we should just give people who don't know us a uh, a little bit of background. Well, I, I do want to say because I, I just made the point. I didn't know how to turn a computer on. I didn't know how to 
I never played piano in public. That's all I do now. That's the two main things I do in my life. So, <laughs> computer piano. I mean, well, it is. It's really. I mean, that's that's what I'd spend the vast majority of my week doing is is leading music or um, you know editing videos, this kind of stuff. But two things I had not planned on doing are the two primary things I do now as a fifty-two year old, fifty-one year old. So, so. Uh, all three of us have different uh, different paths to get to where we are today. We're serving in the same church, um, and we're very similar in a lot of ways, but we're very different in a lot of ways, too. I was married at 20 to my high school sweetheart. We started dating. I was 16. She was, I think, 17. Uh, we were married at 20. She was 21, and we had three kids when we were 25, and now we've got the last one about to leave the house when he graduates uh, here in another month or so, and so we're hmm. empty, uh, the so-called empty nesters. Hmm. Um, you, Brent, are married, and you, but you got married later on, a little bit later on in life, um, and they all have four kids, and the oldest one is fifteen, basically in high school. Yeah, and the youngest one's four. Yeah, so that's uh, that's quite a range there. Um, and then you are married, you and mm-hmm. you were married just a couple years ago. Yeah. And almost three now. Yeah. So um, later in life, yeah. very very different upbringings, uh, not yeah. upbringings, but Just very different past, paths. Yeah. Um, is is that the way it was? Did it work out the way you thought it would? If I can ask that, or was it just? I mean, did you see that coming? Or well, I'll, let me go back because I didn't answer the original question of what the twenty year old would look at the fifty year old and say. Uh, at twenty, I was in no way passionately pursuing Jesus in any way whatsoever. Uh, I had said yes to Jesus years earlier as a late elementary, maybe middle school kid, but by the time I was 20, man, I was doing my own thing. And um, for my 20-year-old to look at me today, (laughs) I think my jaw would have dropped and I would have said, say, what? You know, uh, I wouldn't have seen that coming. And honestly, my 20-year-old self would be disappointed. Because I'm not making the money that I envisioned, you know, 30 years ago I would be, should be making. Oh, uh, we know what you social mean. status. You, you actually made more money at 20 than you do now. Uh, well, yeah, in my 20s, I, I anyway. <laughs> um, For those who don't know, we get paid the big bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but rolling in the dough. Yeah, I, uh, I can't say my 20 year old self would have thought positively about where I am today. But that just shows you how much God continues to chase after mm-hmm. us and change us and Redeemed. mold us. And yeah, absolutely. Re- redemption is a huge part of it. Uh, and that's somebody who, you know, I would say I was a Christian, but in no way living a Christ-like lifestyle. No way. So that actually lends itself to the, the part of the answer to why when people say, Lord, show me your will for my life, God doesn't just show them the whole plan up to up from from then up, up until death wouldn't like it because wouldn't like it yeah. and probably or maybe or, wouldn't or follow wouldn't believe it yeah yeah because yeah. we always think I think anyways we we always assume that the plan if if we're a dreamer and a visionary and all we assume the plan is this big giant grand thing because really that's what we want for ourselves but but if we saw the very pedestrian nature of what God often does with us. It, it would probably disappoint us, some of us, mm-hmm. and then some of us kind of be like, "Ugh, that's not yeah. that's not so cool." Um, so I, I guess 
we're stuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, okay. I'm, no, I, I'm trying to think of what would be the... How do you how do you talk about this without being? Well, I think we're talking to two crowds. We're talking to those of us who are in this yeah. age group looking back, but we're also talking maybe to the listener. I, I mean, I know we've got a few that are younger that are looking forward to the future, and um, the Bible has a lot to say about the plans of a man's heart. Um, you know, we uh, we had plan planning and goal setting and and looking forward. They're not wrong things. God has given us uh, purpose and vision and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I think this is putting twenty-year-old self advice from the fifty-year-old. But um, putting the sail up and letting God be the wind that kind of directs life is such good advice. Um, looking back, the twenty-year-old looking to forward to the fifty-year-old, um, you know, maybe this. I think my younger self, if they could fully see who I am today, would actually be okay with me um, because I, I didn't get it all right for sure, but God has <laughs> not, listen, I won't say this the right way, not that I did it right at all, but God still blew the winds in the right direction. And even if my sail wasn't up initially, it eventually got up and uh, God has directed me in the paths, you know, um, but has it all turned out the way I planned? No, I mean absolutely not. There's, there's been so many. How did how did you plan it? If you remember when you were twenty, what what oh, was your gosh? Where where do you think you thought you would have been, or where where did you think you would be at fifty when you were twenty years old? Uh, <clears throat> probably big church. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to even remember. I mean, my, my path is somewhat similar to what I thought, but it's just it, but it's different at the same time. Um. I probably envision being at a big church, you know, the typical ministerial stepping stone path kind of thing and, you know, uh, leading thousands and, you know, um, I don't know. It's hard for me to remember, to be honest with you, um, exactly what I was thinking. Um, I don't know. I think for me, I was thinking worldwide influence. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> international evangelist. Right. I mean, that's what we do, right? At, I think at twenty, we. I, I think at twenty, ego is bigger than it should be, but it's also part of that zeal, and and I think there's a convoluting between the ego and the drive of wanting if if you're a Christ follower and and you you're pursuing of course you get to we were looking at it through a lens of ministry and right. and through kingdom stuff you and I were Brent you weren't quite there yet but you got there eventually um but but the ego and the drive to do something to make a name i think that they kind of was hard to tell which was which and so maybe there was a lot of self glory, and and I don't say that condemning. You know, if you're 20 and you're listening to this, I now, I, I hope that you never lose that zeal. I remember, I, I still remember this. I was in my early 20s. I want to say it was about 23, because I remember the church I was at. But um, I was 23 to 25 or so, and I don't know what I said on one one given Sunday, but I said something, and um, an older pastor at the end of that service. Uh, pretty condemning of me, actually, said, um, you're young and you're idealistic. And, uh, you know, as you mature, it was very, the way he said it was very put-downish, looking-downish. 
And as you mature in your faith, you will become more of a realist. <laughs> the good news is, I think I was early 20s there. I'm 51 now. I still think I'm that person. So I, I there is a... I will say there is a semblance of um, truth to what was said to me that day. I have, I, you do through years look at things more realistically. However, um, I think there's still that idealism in me. Like this can be better. This world can be better. These people can be, I mean, I, I do, I think I still have that. So I'm patting myself on the back here. I think 20 year old would look at 50 year old and go, okay, you, you know, you're still, <laughs> Um, one of my biggest fears early in the ministry was being that old fuddy dud that just get off my lawn guy. You know, yeah, I d- yeah. didn't want, and I think I've held up pretty good in that respect. So pat me on the back. That's what I'm doing. Pat. 20 year olds patting 50 year old on the back. But you really should be. I mean, who wants to be the old fuddy dud who. The, nobody, just but they're right there. And grumpy and now give us another 30 years. <laughs> right. Actually, I don't. I hope not, though. I, I, I think it's I mindset. I think it is too, because I see some eighty-year-olds who mm-hmm. they still think like they're twenty. Mm-hmm. It's actually to 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 their detriment sometimes because they they haven't. And I I don't mean this. <laughs> if this is you, I I don't mean this uh, in a negative way. Uh, it's more out of love, I guess, than anything else. But they haven't realized they, they really can't anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Cause, right. cause I, I, I see some of our 80 year olds and I'm like, look, let me do it because yeah. I don't want you hurt. I mean, even we're talking the ministry, but <clears throat> even in the business world, you'll hear this over and over in, in business books. You'd rather have a young person that tries and tries and tries and fails and fails and fails. And somebody who doesn't try at all. Yeah. I mean, there's something the trying. Yeah, they're, they're and they're learning too. Yeah. That didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. And that's probably been a lot of my ministry experiences. All the things that didn't work, but I figured it out, you know, by doing it and not working. Brent, what do you think? Your brain is twisting, or not twisting, but turning. <laughs> I I don't know. The twenty year old. Uh, in my mid-20s, and I tell teenagers this on a regular basis, I had no idea what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Of course, that was the question. I understand that the question's not necessarily the same today, but that's in, in our elementary years and teenage years and early 20s, that was the question for our generation. Yeah. What are you going to do when you grow up? And I had no idea. Now, I could give you a list of things I did not want to do because of all the experiences and all the part-time jobs I'd worked. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. You know, I tried being a math major for a little while, said, I'm not doing that. I tried psychology for a little while, not doing that. And, you know, I tried a little but bit of everything. But that's still trying the tried and out. failed. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's still but in that. It, you know, it was, it was a realization of, no, this is not what I'm cut out uh, mm-hmm. to do. So I, I think one positive, again, the, the younger me would not have saw this, but I think the a, a real positive for the 20-year-old that was struggling at that time with identity being able to look at the 50-year-old and say, wow, I finally figured out who I am. I think that that would bring so much, um, I guess, peace to the 20-year-old to know that, mm-hmm. you know, it's always pie in the sky. We always say, you know, tomorrow's going to be brighter and better and things are going to get yeah. there and you'll get there eventually type of things. But Aren't to actually Joel? see it, you know, to see the, the, the fruition of it, uh, at least to, to date, I think yeah. that would encourage the twenty-year-old. 
Yeah. So would you um would you say that the attitude that you have now or the um the parts of your life that are content uh, are, are different that you found contentment in things that you at 20 years old would have never seen yourself content in it, absolutely i i've the phrase satisfaction I've, i guess the, the phrase i've used many times is um i would not uh enjoy i would not be satisfied i would not appreciate that sort of use i would not appreciate where i am if i hadn't gone through what i've gone through i mean um different experiences make us appreciate the next experience because of the valley the mountain you know that they're both important so some of the things you go through really help you appreciate that very next step and whether that could be a job that could be relationship that could be anything it's just you know life has a way of doing that um so i don't remember your question but yeah it resonated with me when you asked it because absolutely i see that to be true yeah, do you find satisfaction in things today that at 20 you would have never thought you'd find satisfaction? Like for me, I find satisfaction in watching somebody else preach. Yeah. And so sharing the stage, if you will, I never thought that I would want to do that because I, I just, yeah. the, the, the thought of giving up that time, because get, get, that goes back to ego ultimately, I guess. But, you know, in seeing someone else succeed is satisfying. Sure watching somebody else figure something out and do something and you're like yeah man I helped them get there um, that's a you know being a coach that's that's very satisfying whereas um, you know younger self probably probably would never have seen well I will tell you this um, <clears throat> I was invited to preach uh, on Easter at a guy at, at a place several years ago I must have been in my 30s early 30s and I remember thinking man what kind of pastor are you this is Easter. You want me to preach? Man, you must not really... Is the resurrection not that important? I mean, I was mm -hmm. really just... Yeah. No, I'd never said it out loud, but yeah. in my mind, I was like, dude, you just need to hang it up and do something else. Yeah. <laughs> and now, on Easter, it's yeah. it's kind of like, you know... It's they, okay. they Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a different perspective. Right. Um, now, don't get, don't get me wrong. I'd still <laughs> want to preach, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's. I find satisfaction in right. stuff I never thought. Seeing other would. people. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Never thought I'd find satisfaction in being one place for so long. You know, I've always I've always been a mover and and mm -hmm. you know do something and go. Um, I've been here. This is seventeenth year. Wow. Depending on how you count into the eighteenth, <laughs> so that's. That's surprising. I, from a just a practical personality standpoint, the, the younger me was off the chart extrovert. Like <laughs> wanted to be around people. Twenty. I mean, hi, my name is Kevin. What's your name? Yeah, and in in college, you know, we were we were the apartment that uh, four other roommates, five of us total, and you know, there's people at our apartment just about twenty four seven. I mean, if we're we're playing video games, we're watching a movie, we're going to Waffle House at three in the morning. I mean, we were that group. I don't know, a little bit older me. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay by myself sometimes. All right, guys, so. 10 o'clock, time to leave. Yeah, I mean, so there's a change there. Um, but I think 20-year-old would probably see that being okay. So I don't know if that's growth or I don't know. I don't know. I'm not getting off my lawn guy, but, you know, I like alone time too. So that is a change. So 
Definitely a change. <laughs> but I'm still an extrovert. I mean, I'm still an extrovert at heart. So, so maybe maybe as we get older, we we kind of settle into the middle, and we're not as extreme. I mean, isn't that what maturity is after all? Where we're not we're not always at one extreme or the other, super high or super low. Not that we couldn't enjoy things, but it's like maybe we see a longer part, a longer view of the road the older we get and the more experience we have. I think that's true. I, I guess the one the one danger I would put in that, the one warning sign, because I've seen this over the years in other places, um, th- that can become a good excuse for just kind of settling in and becoming complacent. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think we do, because like I just said it with the extrovert thing, um, we do kind of settle in and become a different mold of ourselves but we don't ever want to become that place where we're just like you know it is what it is things are all right you know there's a crowd here and we get a paycheck and you know things are all right we we don't ever want to be that we still want to have that 20 year old zeal to some extent like pie in the sky i mean we we want to have a little bit of that i think so anyway i agree with you i just i just i've seen that play out in others and I don't ever want that to play out in me, you know, because that's settling is easy. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's, it's the it's that I think it's Bush beer or whatever the uh, the highlight. I don't know whatever. Um, it this is as good as it gets. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's like really yeah. that that's your goal for as good as it gets. <laughs> as you're, as, this is it right you're, here. <laughs> you're you're sitting by a fire drinking Getting a beer wrong, on man. a mountain. That's as good as it gets. Well, yeah, and you don't have a gun. I mean, what's <laughs> going on there? <laughs> well, the thing is. Yeah. If 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 it's as good as it gets, the only way to go down is from here. down. Right. Which brings up the valid <laughs> point of those who look at all. If the heyday was in the past, I'm thinking of a uh, oh, yeah. Al Bundy and Married with Children, like I'm, the high school I'm football. Of the you know, dude with the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if, if every uh, if all the glory Napoleon Dynamite, the, the dude with the ball. Yes, and I was a yes. quarter. We remember the state championship yes. game. I can, th- I can throw that football a quarter mile. <laughs> Dude, you can eat those tots. Let's not do. Let's not go there. But there yeah, you're right. You're right. It's then it's only down. I mean, so here's a. We don't. We're not going to do this, but but we are. Maybe no, no, no. But another <laughs> podcast because I think it's important. This one is what our twenty year old. What they think about our fifty year old. So food for thought. What would our fifty year old think about our eighty year old? Ooh, you know what I mean. Like that's maybe where another will one. we be? But in... the lessons we've learned over the last thirty, they're going to be different lessons the next thirty. You saying we need to do this in thirty years? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're saying we need to look ahead. Yeah. I think he's saying it both hand. He okay. said we do. We need to talk about it next podcast, yeah. and then thirty years do the reunion <laughs> and listen to it and well, give, our, I give our feedback. I, was I can't 50. even imagine. <laughs> That would I just totally insulted every 80-year-old yes, that exists did, right sir. there. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Well, anyway. I don't you know, know what? Though 80 doesn't sound so old. I mean, <laughs> when I look at the folks we have at First Baptist who are 80, I'm yeah. thinking to myself, you guys are studs. Yes. Like, you are rock stars because you you do circles around people and, and don't complain about yeah. it. I mean, it's it's amazing. That would be a perspective, having an 80-year-old in here. What would their twenty-year-old self think about them? I mean, that would be a perspective for me. Ooh, that would I mean, be that good. Would, so that'd be very good. Anyway, oh well. Well, should we close this up? Probably should. All righty. Twenty-year-old self, 
would probably not be too disappointed with the 50-year-old self. But we all realize that uh, 50 is not the end. It's almost like a halftime. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, and I, and I really mean that. If Even if we live to 80, it's still a halftime because I don't think we really started making a mark uh, until later on in life. Hmm. Um, everything up to that was, was kind of training. Not that we never did anything good, but you know what I'm saying? It's like... Uh, I'm more and more convinced that the the more influ- you have more influence typically as an older person than you do as a younger person. I think it's wiser. Twenty mm. year olds shouldn't write books; they don't know nothing. <laughs> they, some, some have they, done it. And well, Joshua else, Harris comes to mind. Who's that? Who well. you're thinking yeah, of? That's exactly what I was thinking of. But. <laughs> you know, and you're going, "Hey, maybe you should live a little yeah. bit and then write a book." Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for watching or for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. You want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.